Welcome back to the Markout Movie Podcast. This is Brandon Spivey for my second review of the day. I'm doing Clearing My Cue episode today. And the movie is Bonnie and Clyde. And it's currently on Netflix, but it is about to leave Netflix. I think it's leaving tomorrow, actually. I saw it on Friday. Um, I believe I saw it Friday during the day. I just, you know, I saw that it was about to leave, so I was like, I'm going to watch this. Now, it may go to Hulu, or it may go to Amazon. Usually, whatever's leaving goes somewhere else. And so, you can check there, but right now it is on Netflix, but it could be it could be going to Hulu or Amazon Prime. But, I'm going to get to the story. I mean, we all know what Bonnie and Clyde's about, but I'm going to get to the synopsis on IMDb, and I'll give you the scores from, from you know... Google and whatever, you know how we do it. But anyway, here's what it is. Bonnie Parker, a bored waitress, falls in love with an ex-con named Clyde Barrow. And together they start a violent crime spree through the country, stealing cars and robbing banks. Um, IMDb gives it a 7.8 out of 10. Metacritic actually liked this film. They give it an 86% Rotten Tomatoes. It's got an 88% of Rotten Tomatoes, and the audience score is 88%. And I believe um, on Google, 90% like this movie. So, uh, so basically, here we go. Here's who's who. Here's the cast. Again, this was made in 1967. Uh, Warren Beatty, 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 uh, formerly known as Dick Tracy, <laughs> plays Clyde. Uh, Faye Dunaway plays Bonnie, and she's excellent as Bonnie. I mean, Warren's great too as Clyde, but she is really good as Bonnie Parker. Michael J. Pollard uh, plays C.W. Moss, and I know him mostly from House of a Thousand Corpses. <laughs> He's done a lot of work, but that's that's what I remember him mostly from. Gene Hackman's in this movie. He plays Buck Barrow as the brother of Clyde, older brother. And Estelle Parsons plays Blanche Barrow. Um... You may remember her from Roseanne. She plays Roseanne's mother. She's still on the show, The Connors. But yeah, she plays Roseanne's mother. Uh, I was like, she's just as annoying younger as she is older. So, I, I can't stand. I can't. I don't know, maybe it's the voice, but I just can't stand her. Gene Wilder plays Eugene. Um, he has maybe two scenes in this movie. Uh, Denver Powell plays Frank Hamer. There's controversy with his character, Dub Taylor plays Ivan Moss, and Evans Evans plays Velma Davis. So basically, you know, Clyde and Bonnie get together, and you know, Bonnie's bored with her life. She's a waitress. They they meet because Clyde's attempt, attempting to steal Bonnie's mother's car, and uh, they get to talking, and I mean, she thinks he's full of it, and he proves he's got a gun on him. He they go rob a convenience store. I believe that was the first place they robbed. Or maybe it was a gas station. Uh, but regardless, they robbed it. And uh, they go on, you know, they they go on the run, you know. And uh, they eventually kill someone robbing a bank. Uh, one of the guys jumps on the car and Clyde shoots him right in the face. Kills him instantly. So now they're wanted for murder. This story tells a story of how sympathetic they were they they weren't really bad people and you know i can honestly believe bonnie wasn't a bad person in the beginning 
of this. Um, but I think it, you know, I mean, if you know the history of it, you know, I would say they just thought this was fun. They really didn't think down the road where it was going to lead. Uh, but, you know, I don't think you should, you know, paint a picture that these are really anti-heroes. Uh, uh, and they made Frank Hamer <laughs> look really, they made him look really stupid in this movie. And um, by the end of the movie, he looks like the villain. Uh, and, and I... There was another movie that came out this year on Netflix called The Highwaymen Told Frank's Story. You know, wrote some wrongs. But like I said, Frank, he gets humiliated. They take pictures. And I actually looked this up. Couldn't find no pictures whatsoever. So, basically just lied. You know, and, and I mean, this movie's a good movie. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's a great movie. But it just didn't tell the story right. From everything I gather, it didn't tell the story right. Uh... Clyde was not a sympathetic person. Uh, I could see where Bonnie was at a point, but she wasn't the same person by the end of the end of that end of her journey here on Earth. She wasn't the same person as she was when she started. You know, she got off on you know robbing and killing. I mean, these people killed thirteen people. You know, you don't kill that many people by accident. I mean, you you just don't. And you know, but. I think the performances were great. Gene Hackman as Buck was was, was fantastic. I, I was shocked to see that Gene Hackman... I guess it was before he came a, a big Hollywood star. But he was great in this. Uh, see, like, Michael J. Pollard was great as C.W. Moss. Uh, naive to these people. And I... And I, I that that part I think is the truth. I think he was naive to them. Uh, he looked up to to them and did whatever they wanted, basically. But it was it's a good story. It's uh it's a great it's a really good film. Um, you just shouldn't have painted a picture where these were heroes when they were actually robbing and killing people. <laughs> But, you know, I, I'm very fascinated with the Bonnie and Clyde story. I'm very fascinated with the Jesse James uh, gang, uh, the Billy the Kid story. I mean, I'm fascinated by these type of stories, what made them go to crime. And I'm fascinated by the Mafia stories, uh, Godfather, you know, you know, like Al Capone. I'm very fascinated with his story. I'm just fascinated with you know crime and you know what leads people to crime what you know and how they you know it's a very dangerous world out there back then especially it's still dangerous today it's, you couldn't even argue it's more dangerous today than it was back then but you know it just you just what made them go that way and once you go that way it's hard to turn that momentum around and correct yourself and make things right you know and Unfortunately, Clyde and Bonnie, Bonnie and Clyde, didn't get the opportunity to do that. Uh, I don't know the, the way this the way this movie went, the way they did this movie. By the end of the movie, Bonnie wanted to quit, uh, and there's no way to prove that she wanted to quit. Um, but I will say this: uh, in both films, I've seen Bonnie and Clyde. I, I, I don't know if this is fact or not fact, but they were unarmed. You know, 
they the Hamer and his men had were not taking these people alive. They gunned them down, murdered them, uh, and I don't think that's right either. I, I, you should try to take people alive if you can. You shouldn't just put a hit on people, you know. But you know, it, that's way it, it happened in both films. Um, uh, you know, I I think the Highwayman is better than Bonnie and Clyde 1967. I haven't seen the miniseries of Bonnie and Clyde. I'm interested in seeing that, but I really I dug this movie and I dig these kind of type of stories. Uh, you know, I I really do. I think it was a excellent one. You know, it won it won an Academy Award for Best Actress in a Supporting Role. Um, so I mean, they done away, which I would I would say she was not supported. She was really kind of the Clyde was kind of the lead, but Bonnie played her part. She had a big part too. So and and look, this was a great film. This is a classic film. This is. Something if I ever find like a Blu-ray or anything, I'll buy it because I really enjoy the movie. I really enjoy the story, uh, but I do not think it's a true story. I don't think there's that. The, I think Clyde got off on killing people. I think he enjoyed it. Um, you know he, but who knows? I mean, we don't. I mean, that's just. If you see two different movies and the, they say the Highwaymen corrected the wrong of what Bonnie and Clyde did uh, with the Frank Hamer storyline. Uh, so, I mean, in the Frank Hamer storyline, the Highwaymen, Bonnie and Clyde got off on killing people. And they killed unarmed men. I mean, they, you know, it, it was bad. It was a, It's an interesting story. It's a fascinating story. But at the end of it, it was bad. And but I really dug this story, and I I, I dig these type of stories. You know, I like I said, I love to see what led to it. And uh, they just thought it. I mean, I I think Clyde thought it was fun, and he got off on it. And you know, and that's that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if you haven't seen this movie, I definitely recommend it, especially if you like these type of films. Uh, it was released on August 13th, 1967, and it, it just, man, it was just such a good movie. Uh, but yeah, I love these type of movies. I even like the one with Johnny Depp. Uh, not Black Mask, because I haven't seen that one yet. Um, uh, what is it called? I'll look it up real quick. Uh, Johnny Depp. Like, I really cannot think of what it's called. I really liked it. He was a gangster. Um, it wasn't Black Master. I know that. Well, where is it? Public Enemies. He played John Dillinger. Uh, so, yeah. I, I, I really enjoyed that movie. Uh, like I said, I really enjoy these type of movies. Um, something about them fascinates me. I even have a story idea of it's it's uh, it's similar to Bonnie and Clyde, but it's like four or five of them. It's a, it's a gang uh, that does it. It's mixed in with like a little bit of a Billy the Kid, Jesse James, Bonnie and Clyde, all kind of mixed in together. And I, I'm fascinated by it. You know, I'm fascinated by crime. 
crime stories. Uh, you know, not only why they started, but in the middle of it, why they keep doing it. Is it is it like a drug to them? Is it what makes them want to you know commit these crimes and and take a life? You know, do they think in the moment? You know, and, and this would this would have been a good one for analyze this. And maybe Aaron and uh, and then we'll do that and I, mean, I can recommend it, but uh, I do recommend it for analyze this because it would be interesting to dissect why Bonnie and Clyde did what they did, and towards the end, did they? You know, sometimes people say you 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 feel when death is coming, um, you know your time's coming, and you, I'd be curious to know if they felt that way. In the movie, I kind of felt like Bonnie felt like something was coming. Um, I think she wanted to get out of it. She had enough. In this movie, uh, they kind of played with that a little bit towards the end. Uh, but I'd, I'd just be curious, you know, someone to analyze Bonnie and Clyde or Jesse James or Billy the Kid. Like, characters not or people, the, the actual people... Like, why did they do it? And when they were doing it, when they were in the head of their huge momentum, felt like they were on top of the world being hunted and, and wanting to be gunned down by so many. I mean, they had they they had close encounters. They had shootouts, Bonnie Clyde did with the lawmen and that just is it do you get a rush? I mean I think if I'm in that situation I'm probably having some sort of accident either in front or behind my back, you know, with the, the pants. Peeing on myself, pooping on myself, something, something's happening. You know, I, I don't I don't think I'd be getting a rush. I think I'd be scared to death. <laughs> but then again, I mean, you don't know. I mean, you, you just never know. But anyway, I really enjoyed this movie. Um, I, I recommend it to anyone that is interested in the Bonnie and Clyde story, even though I don't, believe it's true uh now obviously some of this is true but i don't the sympathetic characters i don't think that's true uh i definitely don't think the frank hamer stuff happened was true uh, but you know wasn't there either so i can't say but i know hollywood likes to make these type of people anti-heroes the only one i believe was truly an anti-hero well maybe two was maybe Jesse James and Billy the Kid. I don't believe those were truly evil people. I don't. I don't. But I do believe Clyde Barrow was. I think he was an evil person. Just from everything I've read about him, and he was always in trouble with the law, even as a kid. And they they, they spoke about this early on uh, in this movie. Highwaymen did the better job of, you know, dealing with the exposition of how Clyde started. And uh, I remember Kevin Costner's character, Frank Hamer, uh, describing his first run-in with a crime. And um, he killed a man. And it's, it's a great movie. If you haven't seen The Highwayman, I recommend it. I think it is slightly better than this. But I am going to give my score right now uh, for Bonnie and Clyde. I am going to give it a 4.5 out of 5. Excuse me. Even though I didn't think everything in it was true i thought the story was amazing i thought you know the shootouts were were graphic and pretty cool and you know just for 1967 film i, I thought it was beautiful 
Uh, I thought it, it's a it's a dangerous yet beautiful story with Clyde and Bonnie and and with CW and and Buck and Blanche. It just it's a compelling story. It really is. Uh, it's it, I, this would make one of my f favorite films I've seen. That was so engaged with the story, and I wanted to know more. Because uh, I've I've known little pieces about Bonnie and Clyde since I was a kid. I was always fascinated with that story. Uh, for whatever reason, I was just fascinated with it. But you know, I, I do really enjoy it. Um, and I just realized I did not give my review my score for Abominable. So if you are listening and you have listened to Abominable, Abon, Abominable, <laughs> I'll get it right. Uh, I'm gonna give that one uh, also a 4.5. I forgot to give that score. So if you're listening to it, if you listen to that, now you listen to this, you know the score. It, it was a really good movie, by the way. Uh, so up next, if I uh, if I do another one, it, I'm gonna call it Movie Nights, which is stuff me and Beth watch at night. Uh, and last night we did watch The Roommate. I think I'm gonna review that next. And uh, and stay tuned for tomorrow uh, episode with Aaron. Me and him will be back together, riding high. Hopefully no bugs attack, <laughs> but or no more accidents. Cause the last two times there's, there was there was an elder, elderly couple ran into a trash can. Then last week, some guy ran into his car. <laughs> just, it's been an accident-prone kind of past two weeks over there, but it, it's it's been fun nonetheless. It's exciting and just good old time. But tomorrow, and also on Thursday's episode, we are doing um, get it right, best of series, the Rocky Saga, including the Creed films. Uh, we'll probably give our best of a runner-up and worst. That's what we did for Nightmare on Elm Street. We gave our worst Nightmare on Elm Street film. And on Thursday's episode, Slashers Only, we're going to discuss uh, Leatherface. Um, just going to discuss the character. Nothing, not a specific movie or nothing. Uh, what he's meant, you know, to the horror community. Because uh, technically he was the second, you know, horror slasher. You know, but some people could say even the first. Because... I consider Norman Bates the first, but technically, he really only killed two people. Um, he killed his mother, uh, and he killed, he poisoned his mother. Well, I guess you could say three. He killed her boyfriend. You find out later in the sequels. Uh, and he also, but in that, in that first film, though, he only killed one person. And that was, you know, I, I do not remember the character's name, but uh, and I'm ashamed I don't remember it. But it was the shower scene. Everyone knows that scene. But anyway, he kills her. And that's really the only person he kills. So, I mean, I consider Norman those. Norman, I, th I think Norman Bates started the slasher genre. I don't think it was Leatherface. And I, don't, I definitely don't think it was Michael Myers. And, uh, you know, obviously Jason <laughs> just went wild with the slasher genre. He, he created his own you know, body count type genres. Like, the slasher films wasn't about a body count before Friday the 13th, but after Friday the 13th, it became a body count type film. Uh, you know, film series, and not just film series, but film genre. I would consider Michael, in the beginning, a stalker type film. Uh, Friday the 13th definitely was a slasher film. It was a body count film. Michael really wasn't about a body count. Now, the sequel, 
Yeah, body count. But anyway, I'm getting off topic here. But anyway, yeah, we're doing that. We're doing um, the best of with Rocky, and we're doing uh, Slashers Only, Leatherface, and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre's film series. We're going we're to discuss him and probably about, you know, his what's great about him, what's not so great about him. I, I have a few things to say uh, about him. Um, you know, um, he's not my favorite. He, if you saw the slasher list, he wasn't even in my top ten. I don't, I don't believe. I, I think he was around 15, 16, something like that. But anyway, that's what we're doing this week. Uh, we're we're getting close to our big 50th episode, and Aaron wants to watch a movie that's 50 years old. So uh, there was a lot of westerns that year. So I didn't really see anything like it was a horror film or anything so i i don't know maybe he'll come up with something he's supposed to come with that and i know for and for the following week we're doing a review of the joker movie which is full of controversy right now uh, that's all i'll say about it but uh but anyway i'm gonna sign off here real quick hope y'all have a good day and if, if i come back for roommate uh it'll be later today or it'll be wednesday but it, it is coming i kind of want to do this movie nights thing uh where I review what me and Beth watch, and maybe get her to re review it with me. So I actually may do that. We may do that tonight. I'll talk to her about it. We'll review The Roommate, because it's called Movie Nights. Do something with her. Get her involved, because she listens to everything we do, and I kind of would like to get her more involved. But anyway, that's, that's been my review of Bonnie and Clyde. Really enjoyed it. I gave it a 4.5 out of 5. I think it's, it's a fabulous movie. If you have not checked it out, it's 52 years old. Go check it out. Thank you very much for listening. I am Brandon Spivey, and I will be back tomorrow with Aaron. Stay tuned.